0: Welcome, guys, to another episode of Vibras Boulevard. Thank you, guys, for joining again, if you are joining again. Um, and I'm sorry for not posting last week. There's two things, two things about last week that I just felt like I couldn't post. One is still no privacy, loud as hell in here. And, yeah, that you, you already know how that goes. Um and then, so I try to find, you know, just a little bit, like an hour or so, like right now everybody's at, at the mall, you know, I'm home alone, I'm home from work, so I have time right now, but then, um, so I'm like, let me hop on this mic, let me do this, this is what I want to do, so I'm going you know, every chance I get, I'm going to be here. Um, and then also another one, like last week was honestly such a bad week for me that I felt like I couldn't even hop on the mic. Even if I had that time to be alone, I would much rather just not even hop on the mic if I was like a little Debbie Downer, you know, like I'm, if I want to record, I want to give you guys like, you know, a good mood, um, type of, um of uh podcasts and uh, episodes so then I'm just like you know what I'm not even which I to be honest I didn't even get time but if I had the time I wouldn't have gone on last week to record because it was just it was just too much um for those of you guys don't that don't know which I don't think anyone really knows unless you're like a really close friend which I have like two um but I do have a really 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 bad anxiety um also with depression, but I honestly, sometimes I really don't like to talk about that because I feel like a lot of people have, you know, been using that, but when you know, and if you know, and if you go through the same thing, anxiety and depression, they're like, they're like your worst enemies, like, you know, like, I don't wish anyone anxiety I don't wish them a feeling of anxiety I don't wish them no depression I I just don't I would never um because it's really ugly you know and because I felt like that last week that it was just so much for me um I just decided not to record but the main reason was because it was too loud in here I couldn't even um but yeah so um so actually I I actually did want to talk about you know like you know, dealing with the anxiety and depression. uh, Because I think it's like something a lot of people really don't want to talk about. And I mean, a lot more other people are open to it, but I just feel like it's coming uh, into a topic like as in like, oh, you're going to use that as an excuse, you know? Um, But for those who are using it as an excuse, you know, I hope you actually never get that feeling because it's like literally the most tormenting thing anyone can go through and uh, it's just horrible and so um with anxiety and depression i really do feel like there's different levels of it of course I really do feel like you have like your severe anxiety, depression where like you need to be strongly medicated. And then I feel like it's your mild where you're medicated in a low um, uh, dosage. And then, you know, and then you have super, super low seasonal, I want to call it. And if I'm wrong, I'm sorry, um, anxiety and depression. So I feel like for me it's mild. Um, it's mild. I want to consider it mild because um, I used to be on medication for anxiety and depression, actually more depression than anxiety. I feel like anxiety really pumped up its shit this, as soon as I turned 30. Um, so I haven't taken medication strictly for anxiety. It was years, years ago. It was more like depression and I had to go on medication and all that, which I hated it. I literally hated it. So if you're on any medication, like, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't want to go on it, but I just feel like the, maybe the one I was taking was just the wrong one for me. And I know there's tons of it, but I'm just like, I'm not one to always want to be medicated. Um, so yeah, I, I'm looking at, you know, maybe new medications that have came out ever since I was on my last, uh, medication, but I don't know guys. Uh, but yeah, so for like anxiety and depression, I feel like it hits, um, it hits at different times and every time you get, I feel like when when you're older, I feel like it just gets a little more like, gets a little more personal. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying with that. Like with, um, with anxiety, which I've experienced it after, I want to say after like my, after 27, 26. Um, I started getting like little um, anxiety episodes, nothing too crazy, um, but I wasn't on medication for that. I was on medication for depression and I I just, I didn't like how I felt. I really felt like, um, you know, depression pills or antidepressants really just numb you, you know? So it's like... You really have no feelings like you have no emotions whatsoever at least the one that I was on that's how it went for that one um before though before my depression like literally I was crying all the time 24 7 at the time I was a dental assistant so it was just so so interesting how that went about because um De por si, sí, I'm such a sensitive person and I have been my whole life, but I've always had to like know how to balance that shit too, because I can't like, you know, me la podía pasar, you know, llorando, like every day I felt something, you know, what if I was in school or like if I was at work or something, which, um, when I was 27, it actually came to that point that like literally I was a dental assistant and, um, and I would cry in front of the patients. It was like so fucking embarrassing. And. Sometimes the dentist that I was working with, like, literally, he would look at me like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And, like, literally, it came to a point where, like, um, you know, that knot in your throat that you get, like, it just, I couldn't stop it. I literally couldn't. And I would try my hardest, and then I would get, you know, jittery, the overthinking. Um, I would be really tired all the time, even though I slept, you know, I tried to sleep enough, but not too much because, you know... Then you're tired for sleeping too much and then you're tired for not sleeping enough. So, um, it was just a whole bunch of stuff. Um, I really do feel like, you know, depression more than anything is really just, it's, it's horrible. It's literally horrible to live with that. I came to a point where I had said, fuck it, I'm just going to go on medication and, uh, you know, medication for anxiety or depression doesn't work <clears throat> like as soon as you take it. Like, you have to wait at least, honestly, a week plus, two, three weeks for you to actually see the difference in how the medication works for you. Um, with the medication I was with, um, I mean, I was on, I didn't feel like it worked right away but I did see a difference. So there came a point where I was just like, dude, like I just had no emotion. I was, you know, my, I'm, I want to consider myself really funny. So even though I was sad and shit, like literally I needed to find something to distract me from even feeling depressed. Um, so my whole life I have been like, always popping jokes left and right you know trying to distract my mind and stuff but literally the medication took me to a point where it's like i i i couldn't i was just not finding anything funny and people would ask me like what's wrong you know like and i was just like nothing like i felt normal but i didn't know it was changing me you know what i mean and um i don't know what i don't remember who told me but somebody told me and they're like uh, cause they knew I was, you know, on medication. So they're like, I like that, you know, you look a little more relaxed and, um, that, that, you know, you're feeling okay. She was like, but, but what's going on? Like you're not yourself. And I, and when she told me that I was like, I was like in a way kind of clueless and, um, and I was like, what the heck is she talking about? But then she just left it at that that day. But then a couple of days I asked her, I'm like, hey, when you we were talking the other day and you told me that, you know, that I didn't seem more like the same. Like, what did you mean by that? And she was like, I just feel like you were funnier before. I feel like you were funnier before you were crack jokes on anything. You would do funny references like you were just funnier and now you're just kind of like she didn't say what i'm about to say but i felt like that would be the best way to reference to but she said you kind of look she said off but i want to think it as blah <laughs> i want to think it i'm just like eh you know um but yeah like medication i feel like it does do that to you and in i'm in in a way it's supposed to change you But I was kind of hoping that going on medication would just keep my crying away, which it did. It literally did take my crying away, Uh, especially, you know, I could interact with people and I wouldn't have like any negative thoughts or anything like that. Um, And so I guess I kind of did like that part. But yeah, after she told me that, I started like kind of I started kind of noticing like, holy shit, like I would crack jokes within myself. Like before medication, right? Like I, literally, I have an active mind, um, which I will literally pop. I, I talk to myself. Oh, I well, when I was on medi- before medication, I talked to myself. I was hella funny in my head too. And if you've done that before, cool. If you haven't, you know, I'm sorry, you're not funny in your head. Um, but uh, like, I started like kind of noticing my ways of like if I wasn't thinking nothing if I was just chilling or something I literally was just chilling thinking nothing empty mind empty-minded which was crazy so then I started paying attention to that more and then I'm like oh shit like she is right like like even examining my own thoughts and the way I'm acting with this medication um It's not the same and, you know, and that was just kind of like something that I liked about myself before medication. Like, I know I was funny and I'm not trying to come off as cocky or anything, but I knew I was funny. I knew that, you know, if we were in in a small group of people, because I never really liked big crowds or center of attention or anything like that. Um, but I knew if I was with somebody that I felt comfortable with, I knew that I could crack at least fucking 10 jokes in five minutes. And it's like, you know, I knew what to say because we all, you know, we all, because I knew that they were going to know what I was talking about. But yeah, like I want to say that's one of the things that um, medication did, or at least that medication that I was on did to me. Um, I have a friend who I also want to redo this episode. Um, I want to redo this episode uh, about anxiety and depression, but at least with another person. But this is just my my experience with anxiety and depression. So um, I hope I can get that soon. And I know in one episode I did say I was going to talk to, like, have, like, a guest or, like, a co-host. She's not going to be in all the episodes. But just, yeah, I guess, like, a guest. But um, I want, like... I asked her before I started the podcast, I'm like, hey, and she knew about my first podcast. So I asked her, hey, do you want to be on it? Like you can we can literally talk about anything. It's strictly audio. It's no video. And she said she said, yeah. So um, I was having a hard time or I am having a hard time finding a piece that I need to be able to record at her house because I would be taking all my stuff over there. And I just feel like it's better to do it over there than this house. But uh, she has, you know, severe anxiety. I'm not sure about depression, to be honest. But her experience has been crazy, and I know she has a, st- a story to tell that would inspire a lot of people. So I really want to have my friend on here, um, so that she can tell her her. So, I mean, so she can tell you guys her like, her experience. Um, but yeah, so. Uh, With that, I also feel like a lot of people and at least myself, um, like myself, I really don't talk about what I have, like, you know, that I take medication or that I've been, you know, that I have anxiety and I really don't like to tell anyone that because I don't know, I've experienced different kind of people expressing themselves about anxiety and depression but that's... And, you know, obviously their responses were not, you know, the best. Um, they pretty much said you guys are weak-minded people. And, um, I mean, that's their opinion, obviously. And I respect their opinion. I don't feel like... I don't feel like I got mad at it. I just feel like they never go through it. Because then they'll see what it's like to to live with depression and anxiety. Um, and... So I feel like now I kind of stay more quiet about, you know, if I'm, you know, mentally going through something, um, I just really don't want to make it known, to be honest. I just feel like, um, it's not respected with some people, you know, not that I deserve to be royalty because I have depression and anxiety, but it's just, um, I don't know. I'd rather just keep it to myself. It's something that I need to work on within. Um, the last thing I need is are people's opinions about how I need to treat this. Or I don't need opinions of anybody saying, you'll be fine. Like, it's just in your head. Damn right, bitch is in my head. This shit is in my head way too hard. So, um, So I'm trying just to just to, you know, make a balance, because I know that we're humans, I know that, you know, emotions are real, feelings are real, and we're allowed to feel, you know, so, um, so then I just thought, like, maybe I should just keep this to myself for a while, I should use, you know, look into what people do to help them, you know, which is why a lot of the times I listen to podcasts, and, um, And I like to hear other people's point of views on, on an experience on what they did. Maybe what they did will help me, you know, so it's just, it's just a lot of stuff. Um, But my experience with depression and then my experience with anxiety, they're all very different. Like a lot of people get the same symptoms of how they feel. um, But I feel like mine were kind of like in the middle, with anxiety, once I started experiencing that, um, the first thing I noticed was um, my get I would get jittery so that I don't drink coffee because I feel like it'll it'll just start making my nerves go crazy and I'll get all shaky and jittery and all that stuff so I stopped drinking coffee if anything like for example if I go to Starbucks um I'll get like a I'll get, uh, like a pink drink and I'll, and I'll keep the coconut milk, but I'll get a pink drink with heavy cream to make it more thicker. It just feels like, I don't know. I like the texture of it and with the pieces of strawberries and stuff. So then I won't go to coffee. I feel like I can't, or even matcha. Ooh, one time, well, Ooh, let me tell you guys a story. One time I was at work and I, one of my friends, um, She's my mom's goddaughter, so she's with us a lot, um, but I went to like elementary with her, so I've known her forever. So she's very into, you know, really, like, she's drinking teas all the time and all this stuff, which I love. Um, I don't know, I just feel like she introduces me to a lot of stuff that I might not like all the time, but I'm like, damn, this bitch really get into, gets into her drinks and her teas and her, you know, all that stuff, which is cool. Um, but one time she brought some matcha powder. So I had seen on TikTok a video of somebody prepping a matcha uh, drink with milk. I think they added, I don't know, coconut milk or almond milk. I don't know, some shit like that. And I didn't really know that, you know, matcha had caffeine like that. So I put a big-ass spoon, just like they were doing it in the video. And then I added um, vanilla creamer. Um with ice and then some i don't remember if i added water or a little bit of like milk that shit was bomb that shit was bomb it was freaking amazing and uh and then i left to work because i made it to go to work and this was like a couple of months ago i want to say like in january and i drink it you know i was just at work drinking it dude tell me why tell me fucking why two i would say two no that's that's too long i'm say like an hour, and an hour later, I literally am at work crying. And this was this year. This was January of 2023. I was freaking crying like a damn baby. I was jittery as fuck. My last job where I was at at the time, um, I was a recruiter. So I would interview all day and I was the only person in the office. So luckily for that day, I literally, I didn't have interviews around the time that was happening. So I called my manager and I was like, bro, I need to leave like now, like, let me leave the fuck home because if not, I'm going to leave anyway. I'm like, if I feel better, I will be back. I'm like, but I literally cannot function right now. Um, and, uh, I try to hold, you know, my crying in and, um, and I went home and I was calling my boyfriend and I was like, I I need to go. Oh, actually, no, I'm lying. Ooh, what a lying ass bitch. No, I couldn't even call my boyfriend because I called him after. Um, and I had left my daughter home and he was home and his daughter was home. So they were all home. And um, I was just having such a bad reaction to, I want to say the amount of matcha I put on that coffee. But it was so good. I get home, I didn't even tell him, I didn't even call them to let them know that I was having like this, I don't know if I want to call it panic attack, but literally my heart felt like it was about to go out my chest, and it was every symptom that I get when I get anxiety, but worse, because my heart was literally about to come out of my throat, bitch, I was about to throw that shit up, literally, and I get to the house, and then I was like, when I came in, the first thing I asked was, where's my daughter? Well, her name is Gigi. Where's Gigi? And he looked at me like, what the fuck? And I'm like, Gigi has not been answering her phone. Where is she? And comes to find out she was sleeping. And he just said, they're sleeping still. They slept in the same bed. His daughter and my daughter. And I'm literally, I'm not going to lie, I, 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 I was kind of speeding a little bit. Um, and I look at him. I literally, we stare at each other like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Him to me and me, what the fuck is wrong with me? Me to me. And it was like the worst reaction of life. And after that, I sat down on the recliner and I started crying, bawling my eyes out. I was bawling my eyes out because my hands were shaking so bad. Um, my my voice when I was talking, I was all shaky. Uh, literally, I had freaking like cotton mouth. I couldn't. It was horrible. It was horrible. Um, but then I was. I, I I told my friend the one that bought uh, that brought it. And then I was looking into what the fuck matcha really was, which is a plant, you know, but like it has caffeine or whatever. At least that's what I understood. If I'm wrong, just let me know. Um, But I literally put a shitload of that. So I, I, I got anxiety, but then I got it worse because of the matcha. So I had to stop drinking caffeine. So I go to other stuff now, but... Um, so anxiety without the caffeine is just, is just, it's really horrible. I, I feel like to start off, like the overthinking is fucking crazy. Like literally you could fucking make a movie in your fucking head and it'll, in in your mind, I mean, and it'll literally win a fucking Oscar award. I don't fucking know. Like the shit that goes on in your head when you're having anxiety it's just crazy like like you imagine everything in the fucking universe that could possibly go wrong it doesn't matter about what like it's literally you think the worst you really 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 think the worst and then with that then you know you're from all the negative thinking you start believing that it's true so literally your heart starts pounding like fucking crazy. One time when I was having a, a, a an anxiety attack, I decided to, 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 um, take my, what is it called? My blood pressure. Like I was, you know, measuring to see what the heck, but tell me why literally my, I had high blood pressure right there. Right then there when that shit was happening, I was like, bitch, I'm going to die. I'm literally going to die. That shit was like 200 and something, like 260. I was like, why the fuck haven't I gotten a stroke? Like, why the fuck am I not dead? So it was like 260 over 100 and something, 113 or some shit like that. Um, and that shit really are alterates your nerves, you know? So it's like, it's a really scary time when it's happening so then when I started getting those often I I just I'm like no 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 medication I got this I I'm, I'm gonna do my breathing exercises I'm gonna journal more because I've always journaled I've always wrote down everything um like how I'm feeling. So I just wanted to go that route. I never want to go on medication. I don't think I need it. I'm stronger than this. And I was like, you know, trying my best to not go on medication. Literally, I was trying my best. Um, Until this day, I have not gone on medication for um anxiety. But I'm really about to the close to the point where I'm just like, you know what? I I need it. I need it and I need to um I have conversations with myself so I literally just tell myself like like you are trying because come on only I know what I'm going through so I have to talk to myself like I'm somebody else I have to talk to myself like if I'm god you know um because only he watches everything I go through so I'm just like it's time remember, I don't want to remember, but just know what you've been through. It hasn't helped. Breathing hasn't helped. Um, You know, just it's time. It's time. And then every time I have another anxiety attack, it, it just leads me to, okay, you need, you need to go on medication. Like there, that's it. Like this is it. So I'm getting closer to that, and um, it's interesting, though, how when my mental health started getting really, really bad, like in my 20s, I literally also, before I went on antidepressants years ago, I literally did everything I could, guys. I feel like I didn't just jump straight into meds. I feel like I, I like I did what... Um, but I felt like would calm me down. For example, where did I start? Where did I start? Okay, for example, I started uh, going hiking and I started going hiking a lot, like a lot. Like I would literally hike, I want to say sometimes six times a week. Um, Sometimes I feel like I got to the point where I went um, to, to like seven. All week straight I would go. Um, and at the time I did have people that, that liked going, you know, even to the trails to walk. But then I started finding more, I started loving more hiking, like uphill to the mountains. I felt like that was like, um, I feel like at the time that was my shit because to me at the time was like, hell yeah, I'm going up this mountain. I'm literally trying so hard. Some of these freaking mountains were like really... They were really uh, inclined, you know, so they were they were really up there where like you needed to like pull yourself up or like you needed to which I never had hiking shoes. But I mean, I'm still here. I didn't die. I slipped a few times, but where I literally it was really steep where like you could have like fallen and ate shit. But the more I went up and the more I got closer and closer and closer to the top. It was like the same feeling as me always putting off the medication and just falling for the medication right away because I kept trying and I kept trying until I got to the top. I really don't remember, to be honest, when it was that I stopped, just stopped the medication, but I do remember it was a really bad time because you're not supposed to just get off the medication you're actually supposed to like ease off it and lower your dosage and like if you're taking a full pill depending on how many um milligrams or whatever it is you're supposed to like maybe cut it in half or a third part or whatever but I completely left it from from like overnight and um and I had I I, like I want to say I did like withdraw a little bit but I eventually got it and the time that I completely left it it just I was cold turkey in that bitch because um because I was so used to it I was on medication for like a year and a half I think and um and you're yeah you're not supposed to do that so if you're on medication and you've never been off meds don't just stop taking it um if you want to talk to your doctor then go ahead but if you don't want to talk to him I mean who am I to force you um just start taking less and less don't take a full pill just cut it into threes take a three no don't take it three times a day take it take like half of it you know a day so that your body still feels like it's getting that it's just getting you know it got used to it so that was probably, like, the worst time when I was on medication that I was trying to ease off it. I was just tired of feeling the way I was feeling because I felt like at one point I was still on medication, but then I felt like it wasn't working, and I refused. I refused to go higher in dosage because I just felt like, no, 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 I don't want to feel like I'm controlled by this. And I was being really stubborn and and all that, you know. But if you can, if your anxiety is not that bad, then you should, you know, you should look into ways that will will help you instead of going straight to medication because I just feel like it's it's not a good time or maybe I'm just speaking off my experience but and everyone's different but it's just up to you it's just you know I just want to let you know (laughs) but okay so I started hiking I started hiking and you know that felt good for a while um I was also single at the time so I felt like I had a lot of time to to um to hike you know and my daughter was too little she wouldn't have been able to you know hike the way i I liked hiking um and also she she didn't like it to be honest I took her once and she just messed up my hike that day respectfully I love you if you listen to this um but yeah so another thing that really got me into um into like, you know, what was I talking about? I literally just had a brain fart. Um, Another thing I was doing, you know, was um, I started painting. I I literally started painting when I was like 27. And very surprisingly, which is weird, I didn't think I was that good at painting. But I'm actually a fucking pro and I want to give myself an award for that. Because um, I was trying different stuff. Like, I would go on either if I would see it on Instagram or TikTok, um, or maybe TikTok wasn't really that big at then. So it was Instagram. I would see, you know, people like painting and just like creating these abstract paintings. And I'm like, I could do that. <laughs> so then I just started buying stuff little by little, and then little do I know. I now have a whole art room in my house. And I fell in love with it because I just didn't know I had that in me. So that kind of helped me a lot, it actually boosted up my confidence because when you're like, you know depressed and all that stuff, you literally put yourself down all the time. Um, and finding out that I can actually paint, and literally create something really beautiful it really fucking helped me cuz i'm like hell yeah bitch i did that shit so so yeah i really enjoy painting now which i i've kind of been off it for a little bit i literally have all my stuff just there laying around and that's a bitch move for me because because i've made beautiful paintings and and i should probably get back to painting now that i feel like you know this thing is boosting back up um and then uh, so I discovered that and I, I I, also feel like it's something beautiful that I introduced my daughter to, you know, because now it's like all social media for our kids and, you know, everything. So I try to get her into hiking and like little more nature stuff so that I don't know. I just feel like, you know, little generations right now, it's like they're all strictly strictly just social media, like they don't know outside, you know what I mean? So I kind of like that. Sometimes I purposely take my daughter's phone away. It's like, not today, girl, give me your phone. We're going outside, you know? Um, so I like that too. Um, and then, okay. So it was a painting. And then lastly, which I had been doing for years and I picked it up when I was feeling literally my shittiest, um, I started journaling. So, with journaling, um, I literally, okay, so let me tell you how this went about. Um, I grew up alone, which I think I, I don't know if I told you that. I grew up alone, no siblings. Um, so, like, no cousins, no aunts, no tios, tías, nothing. So, um, I have journals from when I, from like 2013. Actually, no, I'm lying. I'm a lying ass bitch. From 2006, which I want to say I was about, 12 13 years old um the math might be wrong don't even do the math I don't give a fuck I was little um yeah like 11 12 13 years old and I found my journals and I literally (laughs) I literally go back to my journals and I'm so glad I kept them um because you know at the time when I was journaling it was like stuff that would literally like it would kill me inside but now that I see it I'm like girl you're so dumb um, but it was a good way because I grew up by myself. So the only thing I had was my journals, you know, I would write down stuff and I, that would make me feel like I was talking to someone and I would let out any frustration, any thoughts, anything. Um, like I said, I think for sure I've said that my mom always worked. So I was always alone. Um, I found those journals maybe a couple years ago and I read them and I was like, Oh my God, I'm so happy. I never threw those away. And those were like, really made me feel like I was with someone you know I was and though I was talking to myself writing th- things down I really felt like um I really felt like it helped me so when my daughter was little I stopped journaling for a long time so maybe I was like okay I was like 11 12 13 around there I stopped at 14 or 15 16 17 around 17 and a half going on 18 I was a senior, I picked up journaling again because I just was feeling some sort of way. Like I was feeling really lonely. I was feeling really shitty. Um, so then I picked up journaling again and then and then from there another two years I did it and then I left it again. And honestly, I want to say that um, I wish I never left it because I'm such a, <sighs> I'm not a very expressive person. I feel like I just grew up alone. So I just knew how to, you know how to just be by myself with myself um so so i just you know picked that up but i wish i didn't stop for so long cuz i really wish cuz sometimes i wonder what the fuck happened like this time or this time or whatever time, but it was around the time where I wasn't journaling. So I can't go back and read that, but you know um, me putting down the dates and everything and what I was going through when I, when I'm going through those journals, I'm like, Oh crap. Like I remember now. Um, but it was just, it's really funny to see how much I've grown with my journals. Um, but sometimes i'm like oh my god you really thought that was something that was a big issue girl welcome to the real world type of thing so yeah so then for sure journaling has been something that has helped me um i've journaled a lot when i you know when i'm crying like literally when you're in that state of mind that you're just like crying your ass off and like you just feel like the world is gonna end even as an adult okay like these are just like dark thoughts that I had I really I I went back to those and I was like holy shit like my anxiety and depression may not be gone and I don't know if it will ever be gone you know medication is only to like to like be able to handle the real world and that shit comes you down but I'm um, reading back on those. I just uh, shows me how much I've grown and how much I've been learning about my anxiety and depression. So, um, so like we just, I feel like we have to just learn and know about things that will help it and try it. Just try, it. even if it doesn't work out. Just fucking try it. Like who cares if it doesn't work out? You might be upset because you hope it will work, you know. But, um. Sometimes it doesn't, you know, we're all different. What well, my work for me might definitely not work for you and, and, you know, vice versa. But, um, but yeah, for sure. Journaling, I feel like it's really, really therapeutical, um, journaling, uh, I feel like journaling saves lives. I don't care what people say because, you know, there's this, um, there's this thing that people think, oh, you're depressed, um. You know you're you're the type I'm not saying all people, but you know you have more chances of committing suicide, you know what I mean, And even though it has happened to other people, um you know, they fought like this battle, like this mental battle, and it's just like a crazy war mentally. um yeah, some people do do that, but I'm pretty sure you know their um their level of depression was like fucking severe and extreme for them to want to do that you know and um and it's sad and i hope they are resting in peace now but as like depression is just something that has been i see that has been taken more serious just because you know who wants to who wants to end like that you know and my respect to those i'm not talking shit but Um, you know, figuring out, uh, figuring out new ways to like, you know, cope and all that stuff. I think it's really, it's really necessary if you're really just not for the medication, you know, but if you feel like at one point you're like, I can't do this anymore. Like my mind won't shut off. Like I, I, I can't concentrate. That's something too, that when I have an active, you know, episode of, what is it? Um, Oh my god! I blinked out of uh, anxiety. Then I literally, I I cannot concentrate. I literally cannot concentrate because my symptoms are just like, I I either start crying or I start, you know, having anxiety where I feel like I'm out of breath, like I can't breathe. Um, to me, uh, something that I discovered. I want to say around a couple months ago was that when I was getting anxiety attacks at work when I was a recruiter um literally if I'm having an anxiety attack which okay which I would okay oh my god let me start from the beginning at my last job I a lot of the times I worked alone like there was a one point where my office was full of recruiters and you know there were just more people and I felt like um being around people kind of distracted me you know and um so when it was a full office it was cold and little by little people started leaving you know people got different positions so they had to move out of the office and stuff like that so when it came down to just me being alone um which i wasn't alone all the time i was either just it but it was just myself and my, my my manager but when it was the day that she was off or the day that she had to be at another location um, those were the days where like, I really got into my head really bad. And, um, and it was just like a horrible experience. Cause when you get anxiety, um, you want to, at least I do, I'm saying it could be different for everyone. Um, you want to just, you know, be around someone um, or next to someone, you know, just because I feel like when I have anxiety and it's like, I'm out of, Breath, and I'm literally fighting for my life as I feel. Um, I feel like I need someone there just to make sure that if something does happen to me, somebody's gonna be there to do something, which I hope they do. I hope they do. But, um, opposed to like when you're alone having an anxiety attack, you just feel like lonelier, you feel. You feel more scared. You feel like you're literally about to die. I know about to find you ever again in your life. Like seriously. Um, so I do feel like when I am going through an anxiety attack, which I don't want to have them anymore. That's why I want to go on medication. I'm looking into what medication to go on now because obviously I'm not in the same state of mind. I was when I was 27 or 26. So I need to see, um, just get medication that will fit me now, you know, because if I go back on the medication that I was when I was 27, I was at a, I was different back then at 27, you know, I could probably handle more, Um, and you know, it's just not the same, so I really don't wanna go back to the medication I was on before, and I'm just doing my homework, I wanna, you know, it's just tricky. I want to get, you know, the medication, I want to get the best medication for me, but then again, choosing a medication is, you won't know until you try it, you know what I mean, and it's like, I want to already stop feeling like, like how I've been feeling lately because, because who the fuck wants to, who wants to live like that, nobody wants to live like that, and, um... And so in order to find the right the medication, you need to try different ones. And each medication, at least for me, it takes at least three to four weeks for me. I'm speaking on me, okay? Three to four weeks for me to find out how the medication is helping you. So let's say I start, th- I start this medication for either anxiety or depression, and it doesn't make me feel good, and it makes me feel worse. Then that's another month I'm going to feel worse, and then I have to stop. And then I have to start another one and wait another three, four weeks to see how that works. And it's just like, bro, like, seriously, just fucking kill me already at this point. I'm kidding. I know I shouldn't be saying that right now. But, like, it's like, why? Like, (sighs) I think also that's what has stopped me from even wanting to be on medication. Because feeling this, I really don't want to feel how I've been feeling anymore. And, And it's just, I don't know, it's just... It's just not something I wish on anyone, to be honest. I'm just like... I wish you roses <laughs> <I'm> from Caliucci. <laughs> I just hope, you know? Like, I just... I really don't wish this on anyone. It's just something really exhausting, too. It, like, exhausts the mind all the time. and And it's not a good time, you know? So, I... Um, another reason I just have another reason, another reason. and I have a lot of reasons. Another reason is, um, at least for me, I like to make this, um, you know, these kind of things aware to my daughter because, um, because I don't ever want her to go through that, but who am I to choose? You know, like if you have it, you have it. I'm pretty sure my mom never wanted me to have this and experience the stuff I've experienced, but um, but I did, and then I have to deal with this, so I like schooling, you know, our young generation about stuff like this, <laughs> excuse me, uh, about stuff like this, so that they're aware, you know, that even though sometimes it's not controllable, you know, it is out there, and they know, or they're at least familiar on what could possibly you know what they could possibly do if they ever do feel like this, um, because I feel like you know this generation of younger girls or just younger kids are very. I'm not talking shit, guys, but they're very delusional. I want to say, and um, and I feel like we as parents need to like kind of introduce them to the real world before they start the real world because you don't want them to go into the real world really clueless. Um, clueless, and what's you know, they're just gonna be like, What the fuck is happening to me? or you know like it's like, no girl, like I'm sorry, but it's this or it's this, or it could possibly be this, but we have to go to a doctor to find out, you know, so um, I feel like that's really important for me, especially like I said, they're growing up on social media times. And I think that's super scary because when I feel overwhelmed and I have, you know, going and I'm going through like this anxiety, depression thing, the last thing I want to be is on my phone, you know, because a lot of people do get depressed and they get, start comparing themselves to like the internet world. And then when it comes to reality, they're like, what the fuck is happening? This is not, you know, what I know. And it's sad, it's sad, because as sad as it's going to sound, and yes, I'm blaming all of us, all of us, millennials. I'm blaming all of us because we introduced, just how, it was more introduced to us um, as young adults. You know, our kids started growing up on electronics, and I will be one to say that, yes, when my daughter was little, she did have an iPad and all this stuff. But, you know, little by little, she started leaving it, and so, you know, I'm kinda getting her more into like the oh shit, maybe I should have done that. Um, but yeah, guys, I feel like we did that, now we need to fix it and we need to introduce them to what real life without internet is. So I do feel like the internet does a big part, you know. It's our comparing to stuff that's not even real, things that are edited, you know. Um Even like, you know, girls or even guys compare themselves to how, you know, people look in the internet and then they just look at themselves and they're like, what the fuck? You know, like, why? Um, And it's just like, you know, we don't want our kids to go through that. So it has to start with this, like I always say. Um, And yeah, so um, I think... That was all I wanted to talk about. I didn't really want to jump on about the anxiety uh, ah, anxiety and depression just because uh, it's, not, it's not something, you know, a lot of people want to jump on. But, you know, that was my experience. Um, I feel like we need to take care of ourselves, not let ourselves fall and, like, always fight. You know, those mental battles are crazy thoughts. And um, if it's something that we have to go through, then let's just learn how to cope with that stuff, you know, because we're not going to let this negativity win. And, you know, I don't see myself losing this battle. I've been fighting this shit since I was fucking young. Um, But I think I said that when I was... um, When I was like in my 20s. But no, in reality, it has been since I was young because like I said, I was going back on those journals and to see the shit that I would write at 11, 12, 13. It was like, bro, where the fuck was your mom at? I didn't even think I had to tell her at the time, you know, so it's just like also um, it will it was just like what the heck. But also I do feel And I feel like I want to mention this in every, maybe not every episode, but every episode that we could include our kids in is like always, and if you can build a fucking awesome relationship with your kids, build that shit so that they feel like really, really good in telling you how they feel, um, to express themselves to you so that they're not, you know, scared or that they feel like you're, you're like, you don't have their back or something. Um, I feel like connecting with our kids now, cause come on, guys, we're millennial parents, you know. It's like, it's it's like I feel closer to my daughter now that I felt when she was younger, um, because I I'm thirty one and I know I've said it a million times, but I still feel like I'm fucking twenty one. Well, my knees be feeling like they're fucking sixty, seventy, eighty, but um, but I feel like we're young parents still, so. You know, why not just kind of introduce our kids to things that are going to help them in the future? It's so crazy now that I'm talking about this because I don't know if our parents felt like that and maybe they weren't aware about all this stuff as much as we are now, but I'm so happy that, um, not that I'm happy, but, and not that I'm Grateful. (laughs) I'm not grateful that I know exactly what this feels like. It's just, it's a horrible experience, but at least I know enough to, you know, to tell my story on, you know, what not what could happen, not what could possibly happen, but like a little bit of what it's like. And then we can make, you know, we can tell someone in case they feel the same way and they're like young and, you know, all this kind of stuff. It's just, really something that I feel like our kids need to know, especially in the times that they're growing up and, you know, and, you know, just build that relationship for sure. Like, um, you know, you, a lot of people are scared or a a lot of parents are scared to have like that, not that bond, but that connection because they feel like they, their kids might lose respect because they see you as like as a homie more than a parent, but you have to know your kid enough and, you know, like, you have to know how far to go, if you know what I'm saying. But, yeah, guys, um, I think that's it for today. I feel like if I do another episode, I would probably bring in my friend um, so that she can tell her story and just, you know, what she's done and what medication maybe she's tried. Um so that you guys can you know get a little more like educated I mean I know you guys can go on literally google and find everything out but just like different people's experiences that have actually been on medication and you know how they cope with stuff so um thank you guys if you guys did tune in again from like my last little two ghetto episodes um because I just kidding I just call them little ghetto episodes I don't know why, but I want to appreciate it I feel like this is a big topic for me that's why I feel like. The other two episodes is not, like, as important as this one because I know a lot of people are, like, hurting in silence with a lot of this stuff. So, so yeah. So, thank you guys for listening. And I know that I haven't posted this on my <laughs> Instagram. And I'm horrible. No, I didn't overcome that thing I said I was going to do. I haven't posted it on my story nor my post. I feel like only, like, three people and the weird people from, like, um the uk and africa because i i had a listener in africa which is like hey friend you know but i haven't told the people that i have on my instagram and i'm i'm not sorry but i will i do need to get to that and i will do that when i'm ready i don't care if it's like six episodes seven eight nine episodes in and i still haven't posted it i feel like who finds me will find me and if they can get something off this episode then you know, then I did my job, but I will post it soon. And then, um, that's it. Thank you guys for listening. And I will catch you guys on the next episode. Bye guys.